We return to the conversation right here on In My Own Words, Alabama, Auburn, Iron Bowl week, big matchup right here. And we look at five players from Alabama's perspective that must be big in this game. And starting off from five to one at number five, this is self-explanatory. It's Christian Barmore on the defensive line. And uh, week by week, when he's been able to get into these games, he's continuously showing Nick Saban and the coaching staff, start me. He's continuing to prove that he needs to be on the field, he should be on the field, and he should become a fixture and a staple of this defense. Against Western Carolina last week, led the defensive line in tackles with six, shared a sack, recorded one tackle for loss, one quarterback hurry, was in the face of Tyree Adams the whole game, and helped anchor a young defensive front that assisted in forcing five turnovers, including one return for a touchdown. When you look at Bo Nix, a quarterback for the Auburn Tigers, he's had a decent year. 20 total scores, including 14 of those passing, but he does have six interceptions, and his turnovers come when he's being constantly pressured, constantly affected in the pocket. And when you have a guy like a Christian Barmore that can come right up the middle, get in his face, frustrate him, rattle him early, you got to play him, you got to use him, you got to get all of your best talents on the field with this being the biggest game of the year in terms of Alabama trying to get into uh, the college football playoffs. So number five, self-explanatory, Christian Barmore, most important player. Going on from five to four, this young man equally as important, that being Shane Lee, the true freshman at middle linebacker. The last two weeks, Shane Lee has been solid, uh, getting the calls across the board, reading his keys, being instinctive, finding the football, dissecting the football, making the play in space. And this will be a week to where Pete Golding, as the defensive coordinator has to get the call communicated out effectively. And then once that call hits the field, Shane Lee has to get that call made across the board. It's going to be loud and crazy at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Bunch of crowd noise. But the biggest thing for Alabama, Auburn wants to hit the perimeter with Sean Shivers, with Anthony Schwartz, along with other players. It's the Gus Miles on offense. It's a sugar huddle. It's a bunch of eye candy. Alabama has to remain disciplined, and it starts with Shane Lee. He's got to see the play, read the play, dissect the play, get to the football, make tackles in space, take the direct angle, take the correct angle to the football. Because one thing that Auburn excels in is forcing you to take poor angles to where they can create yards on the outside. They can create yards on the perimeter. So Shane Lee, instinctive, getting the call in from the sideline. Once he gets the call, communicate it across the board, read your keys, read your gaps, do your assignment, take the correct angle to the football and make the play in space. Number four, that being Shane Lee, most important player. At number three, I've done something different here. Instead of just naming a player, I'm going to put the entire special teams unit out here for Alabama. That being Joseph Bovis, the kicker, Ty Piran, the punter, and Jalen Waddle on punt return. 
And the reason why I'm doing this like this is Auburn, in terms of its kicking game, not having a great year. And I know it's crazy when you think about that, especially when you had Daniel Carlson for such a long time and he was automatic. You can bank on him. He was cash money. Well, his brother, Anders Carlson, not so much cash money. He's 13 of 20 on field goals this year. And then when you look at Joseph Bonavis for Alabama, despite the fact that no Crimson Tide fan would want this game coming down to a field goal, none of that at all, but Bonavis, steady as of late, 7 of 9 on attempts. He's got the better percentage, 77.8 versus Anders Carlson, who's only making 65% of his kicks. So, slide edge there to Alabama. In terms of punting, Ty Piran has been firm this year for the most part since getting playing time versus Tennessee. Piran averaging 44.6 yards per punt. And a guy that's from Prattville, Alabama, he understands the importance of this game. He understands the importance of this rivalry. This is going to be huge for him to come out in the field, flip the field position, create negative situations for Auburn, get Alabama's defense on the attack on a high confidence point early with his ability to drive Auburn, pin him deep inside the 20, 10, hopefully inside the 5 a couple of times, and force Bo Nix to drive this football the length of the field against Alabama. So Ty Piran important. And then, of course, Jalen Waddle, who is on an historic run in terms of punt return yards. He is averaging nearly 25 yards per punt return, averaging 43.1 yards per game in this endeavor. A guy that has a punt return for a score this year against LSU of 77 yards. Could have had another punt return score against the Catamounts on last week, but stepped out of bounds, unfortunately, inside the five-yard line. But everybody knows how dangerous number 17, the sophomore from Houston, Texas, is once he gets the football. So the entire special teams unit, Joseph Belovas, Ty Piran, Jalen Waddle, highly important in this matchup. That's number three. Moving on down to number two, I got to go with Evan Neal, the true freshman on the offensive line at left guard. I want to take the entire left side of the offensive line with Neal and Leatherwood, but I'm going to solely focus on Neal, the 6'7", 360-pounder, solely because this is the game Evan Neal becomes a man. Najee Harris had the game against LSU. This is the game Evan Neal becomes a man because more than likely, Auburn, Kevin Steele, is going to line up big Outland Trophy finalist Derek Brown on the head of Evan Neal. And if Neal can neutralize this big man, and if Neal can neutralize his ability to rip inside, swim inside, affect the quarterback, create negative plays, in the run game, if Neil can stalemate Derrick Brown, that's a huge feather in his cap, and he will be able to earn his keep as one of the better offensive linemen, interior offensive linemen in the Southeastern Conference. This is a big game for Evan Neal. He's got to come with it. He's got to bring it all in this matchup, protecting Mac Jones, giving him time to throw the football, setting up the run game, and keeping Derrick Brown away from number 10, 
at quarterback for the Crimson Tides. Number two is Evan Neal, which means the number one name on this list, the most important name for the Crimson Tide is Mac Jones at quarterback. The first Iron Bowl, he will be the starter going into a hostile environment, ruckus crowd, Jordan-Hare Stadium. Now, crazy stuff goes on over there. He's going to have to have his best game. A lot of people doubting him. A lot of people feeling like he cannot do this because he's not Tua Tagovailoa. But here's a matchup for Mac Jones. Go out there, play sound, play confident, play effective, be efficient in what he is doing. Of the guys around him have to play well. The receivers, the run game, the offensive line. But if he can go out there, make the right throw, get the ball out of his hands quick put the playmakers in the opportunities to where they can be successful. And for Steve Sarkeesian, carving out, calling a game plan that has Jones comfortable, confident, at ease, and on the attack, that will be huge for the Crimson Tide. Jones and his two starts this season against Arkansas and Western Carolina, six touchdowns, no picks, but Auburn, a completely different monster. Auburn, a completely different team than the other two opponents. But if he can go out there, play efficient, play within himself, do the right things on the field, he's got a chance to be highly productive in leading the Crimson Tide to a victory. Well, folks, that's going to lead us here to our final break. Before we do, just running back through the five names that Alabama needs to have a big moment. Number five, Christian Barmore on the defensive line. Number four, Shane Lee, an inside linebacker. Number three, uh, the entire special teams unit of Joseph Belovas, Ty Pirai, and Jalen Waddle. Number two, Evan Neal at left guard on the offensive line. And number one, Mac Jones at quarterback. We take our final break here on In My Own Words, the podcast. Don't touch that dial, ladies and gentlemen. As always, you are listening to In My Own Words. <laughs> 